If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. All right, all rise for the Honorable Judge Kent Sterling. The Colts Court of Appeals is now in session. Be seated. The question before this court is whether general manager of the Indianapolis Colts, Chris Ballard, should be unseated from his position and replaced. I have thought long and hard, and I would congratulate both the prosecution and the defense for presenting such compelling cases. On the one hand, Chris Ballard has fashioned A losing record over his six years here, running the Colts operation. On the other, who can replace him? Is there anyone better? Is he to be held responsible for the retirement, the untimely retirement of Andrew Luck? I have thought long and hard, and I am ready to make my decision known. Solomon, when presented a similarly vexing case, cut the baby in two. Sadly, that is not possible here, as cutting Chris Ballard, a grown man, either vertically or horizontally, is not practical, and it is criminal. And we will not stand idly by and order the criminal splitting of an NFL general manager. And so, what I must do is find fairness in the gray area between this is what a judge does. A judge must find the gray area and rule within it and fairly. And thus, what I've decided is that Chris Ballard will be allowed to maintain his position as general manager of the Indianapolis Colts for one more calendar year. If during that year, the Colts remain unable to win more than they lose, then Chris Ballard will be sacrificed. Not literally. He'll be asked to leave, pack a box, vacate the premises. Not not literally sacrificed like a, 
a virgin into a volcano. However, he will be asked to pack the box and move from the facility on West 56th Street onto other pursuits, and he will be replaced by a different general manager, which is the practice of the NFL as it currently exists. This is the word of the high court of fan and media appeal. He will be allowed to stay for that one year, but he needs to make good decisions and execute a proper draft and sign big-time free agents to fill the holes that the draft cannot. He must solve the vexing riddle of the quarterback of the Colts, which he has failed to do since the retirement of Andrew Luck. And, lo, these many years prior to the retirement of Andrew Luck, he was incapable of finding a replacement as Andrew languished in several stages of information. That doesn't sound right. Infirmity, perhaps. That might be the better word. Strike that, Susie. Make information infirmity. Thank you. The High Court has spoken on this date, Friday, January 13th, 2023. Any questions? Thank you. All rise. The Honorable Kent Sterling, Judge of the Appeal Court of the Indianapolis Colts. There you go. That's the verdict. We've made our decision, and we have made it known. The Indianapolis Colts will keep Chris Ballard for yet another year, but he's got to get his act together, and he's got to do things right, or it's curtains for him. It's just that simple. Gone from being Judge Wapner to Doug Llewellyn, just like that. That, that's theatricality, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Ballard has not done a great job. And Chris Ballard needs to do a better job. In his words, he's failed. Now, when people asked him how he failed, he got a little bit abrupt with the media. He didn't like being, being quizzed by media boobs as to how he had failed. He felt that at the time, and this was a couple of days ago when he spoke to the media, that he had done a fine job, uh, you know, kind of throwing himself on the spit, right? He, he, he ran the sword through him, and he didn't need the media to ask him to do it again and again and again. He gets one more year. And th this is what Jim Irsay is going to do. He's going to give him the one more year. And if the Colts don't get it done this year, then it, it is. It's curtains for Chris Ballard. And he's got to get a quarterback. And I think that quarterback should be C.J. Stroud. Colts with the fourth overall pick. We'll see what they do. We'll see what they do with the coaching position. Eric Bieniemy. he interviewed. And, and the legal issues with Eric Bieniemy are all 20 years old or older. I don't think they're germane to figuring out whether he can coach or not. I don't think that that's a thing. I think it's whether he can lead that locker room of men onto the field and have them compete at a high level. And that's all there is. That's all that if the talent is what's got to happen this year, you find out whether the talent's there or you find out whether the coaching's there.
or you find out if both's there, right? But it can't be coaching again. It can't be that. Well, they didn't, the, the great thing about the NFL, and I said this this morning a little bit, was, look, the NFL is a team enterprise. You got 69 players in some form or another on the roster. You got a big coaching staff. You got a staff in the building, too. You got a training staff, medical staff. We found out how important they are uh, with the Buffalo Bills the other night, uh, a week ago, Monday, in Cincinnati. Important. Everybody plays a role, and in playing that role, you find out who you got, who you don't, but because it's a collective, it's really hard to like point a finger at Frank Reich and say, you're guilty, or Carson Wentz and say, you're guilty. It's everybody. Did the offensive line fail Matt Ryan? Sure. Did, the, did Matt Ryan fail the offensive line? Sure. How about the receivers? Yeah. Running back? Yeah. They're all guilty. All are guilty. But is the coach guilty or are the players guilty? The Colts decided that the coach was guilty because the coach is easier to replace than all the players. And so you wind up with what you got. You got a team in a bit of turmoil without a quarterback, without a, an elite level wide receiver, without an edge rusher right now because Yannick Ngakwe is going to be a free agent. And you kind of hope that he becomes a free agent because while he gets sacks, he almost does nothing else that helps that defense do its job. You've got some good cornerbacks, Stephon Gilmore, Isaiah Rogers. I got no problem with Julian Blackman as a slot corner because Kenny Moore, and Kenny Moore knows it, he's gone. He will not be back as a Colt. If Shaquille Leonard comes back, Jonathan Taylor comes back, that's like signing two elite-level free agents. And you got a draft. And you've got free agency. You've got to use all resources to be able to build that roster to where they can win games. And if Chris Ballard can't do it with the assets that he's got, fourth overall pick, 35th overall pick, and $20 million right now in cap space, which is going to come up as Matt Ryan is either released or retires, that's going to save a minimum of $17 million against the cap. Kenny Moore not being on, with the program anymore, that's going to save against the cap. You're going to have money to be able to spend to go get guys to plug holes where you missed in the draft. To build specifically through the draft and ignore, for the most part, free agency, you better hit the nail on the head every time you announce a pick. If you miss one, that's going to be a hole on your roster. And that's the way it is. Chris Ballard will see what he does. Going to be really, really interesting. All right, wild card picks. I kind of told you this morning, but I want to go over them again. Uh, Seattle, I like Seattle. Look, it, you can't go way wrong by picking quarterbacks, right? I'm going to take Brock Purdy because I think he's been awesome over Geno Smith, who's also been pretty good, but that's, that's as good as uh, Geno Smith is going to get. So I got San Francisco minus nine and a half. I got the Jaguars plus two and a half, but I'm taking a money line anyway because I think the, the Jags are going to beat the Chargers straight up. I got the Bills mauling Miami. Miami's going to have Skylar Thompson as quarterback. Skylar Thompson. Skylar Thompson was taken 247th, 15 picks ahead of Brock Purdy, but I don't think Skylar Thompson's going to be able to go into Buffalo and beat the Bills. 
Uh, Bills minus 13 and a half looks good to me. I like the Giants plus three against the Vikings. I'll take the Giants there, although I am a little, I'm a little bit wobbly on money line. I, I think the Giants are going to win, but not enough to invest in it. So I'm going to take the Giants plus three and a half. Uh, Bengals. Bengals minus nine and a half seems like a big number, but no Lamar Jackson. You've got Huntley, who's going to start for the Ravens. I think Huntley versus Burrow. Please, give me the Bengals at home, minus nine and a half. I love it. And I'm taking the Buccaneers money line over the Cowboys. I don't think Dak Prescott is ready to win in the postseason. I think Tom Brady, Tom Brady is. He's like 35 and 12. That's his postseason record all time. Now, the Bucs aren't very good, but Tom Brady, does he have one more game in him to move forward in the playoffs? I think he does, and I think against the Cowboys, that is going to get done. I want to talk about Indiana basketball a little bit because it occurred to me today that there's a difference. Without really looking at the, like, yeah, you got a couple of freshmen, you got a couple of guys who transferred out. I'm not worried about the transfer out guys. They weren't great. Any, I don't care. Rob Finnessy, you know, Parker Stewart, eh, eh. That's just the way it is. Nothing against those guys. I like Rob Finnessy a lot, actually. Um, but what's the difference? Like you've got, although he's hurt, Race Thompson or Trace Jackson Davis down low, You've got Geronimo coming off the bench. You've got Miller Cop on the wing. Uh, you've got Jalen hood Shafino. you got Tamar Bates, who you had last year. You don't have Xavier Johnson, and I think they miss Xavier Johnson. I think yeah, he may be a lunatic, but he's a tough lunatic. He is a guy who comes to compete, and I think they miss that competitive edge. I think that a competitive edge also came from Dane Fife, an assistant last year, and I think Dane Fife. Number one, he's all about accountability. That's internal and external. That's within the, uh, um, isn't that ironic? David says, Dane Fife not being there will likely cost Mike Woodson his job. I think he was fired because Mike Woodson believed that Dane Fife wanted his job. So there, there's an irony there, isn't it? Dane Fife held the coaching staff accountable. He held the roster accountable in a way that nobody else is at this point. This reminds me of a management team Indiana does right now where it's go along to get along. It's about maintaining their jobs rather than excelling on the court and, and really being good stewards for those players going through adversity of some kind to move forward toward greatness. And that's what coaching needs to motivate. You need to take them from here to there. And if you can't, you got to go away. And right now, and I'll give you some numbers, not too many of them, but the Ken Palm defensive rating for Indiana right now, they rank 63rd. Last year, they ranked 24th, and that was after an entire Big Ten season. This is after cupcakes and some five Big Ten games. Last year, Indiana in three-point percentage allowed ranked last year 137. This year it's 248. Neither's great, but you'd rather be 137 than 248, wouldn't you? Assist percentage allowed. Indiana last year uh, ranked 100 and 
uh, last year they ranked 93rd. This year they rank 160. So there you go. There are differences between this year and last year. Last year was not a great year for Indiana, but this year's worse. And what is the difference? What is the fundamental difference? I don't think it's players, and it's not athleticism. And you've actually added a guy who's lifted your level of talent, and that's Jalen hood Shafino. What you don't have is the irritant on the staff. You don't have Dane Fife. Dane Fife helped that team and helped that program win in ways that they need, crave right now, but do not have. They got Wisconsin tomorrow, and the number of bullets in their guns, winnowing, right? They are being reduced game by game by game by game. You got, you lose this one, you drop to one and five. Then you're at Illinois and you could go to one and six. Then you play Michigan State at Assembly Hall, you go to one and seven. And at that point, you fold the tent and the game, the, the season's over. Way too early. Mike Woodson needed Dane Fife. And he told him to pack a box. And that's a shame. Tomorrow, look, I'm going to be celebrating Christmas because uh, of a health situation that my family endured uh, a few weeks ago around Christmas. We're going to be in suburban Chicago celebrating Christmas. So uh, we may do a live post game. We may not do a live post game. I got a nephew who goes to Indiana. I got a nephew who graduated from Wisconsin. We may involve them. My son's going to be there. We may involve him. We have no idea. We play it by ear. It's what we do. But at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning, a video will post of uh, me talking about sports media. And I think it's interesting to talk about uh, athletes, former athletes, and former coaches who step into the media and why they succeed at a very high level. And it's not just because of their understanding of the games that they played or coached. We'll talk about that tomorrow. That'll post at 9 o'clock.